Up next, WFHB Youth Radio correspondent Jean Herr reports on affirmative action. The recent repeal of affirmative action prompted a nationwide discussion on how this affects the next generation of college applicants in the U.S. We turn to Jean Herr for more. On July 29th, 2023, the Supreme Court landed a verdict in favor of getting rid of affirmative action in college admissions. The consequence of this? Race cannot be a deciding factor when it comes to the college admissions process. WFHB News interviewed IU Morris School of Law professor Steve Sanders, who teaches constitutional law, constitutional interpretation, family law, and constitutional litigation. He told us about the logistics of affirmative action. WFHB also interviewed Indiana District 40 Senator Shelley Yoder, who explained more about the implications of affirmative action encompassing the majority of Monroe County, which includes the Indiana University Bloomington campus. Affirmative action gives colleges another dimension to look at in terms of the students applying to them. In other words, affirmative action is crucial for a holistic review of academic credentials, extracurricular achievements, and who the person is to the core. But if we get rid of this, what is in store for the future of diversity in America? Sanders explained what affirmative action is. Well, affirmative action means different things to different people. I'm not sure there's one uh, universal definition. You know, for a long time, it simply meant taking positive steps, affirmative steps, to advance the position or the legal equality or the opportunities available to traditionally underrepresented minorities. The usual focus has been Blacks, but occasionally also Latinx people, Asians, other other underrepresented groups. In the con- in legal context, though, what we typically mean when we talk about affirmative action is an official government policy that takes account of race and uses it as a decision-making factor in a positive way. Notes, for example, that an applicant to a university or a law school is Black or Hispanic or Asian and takes that formally into account, usually in a positive way, in making a decision about that person. Sanders elaborates why he thinks the dissenting justices, Justices Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, and Kentaji Brown-Jackson, are correct and arguing that it, quote, rolls back decades of precedent and momentous progress. Well, it does. As I said, it, it had been the, the law of the Supreme Court based on a 2003 decision that in this limited form I described, affirmative action was okay. And so the, the, the Supreme Court in this case didn't admit that they were overturning a precedent, but that's really what the decision amounts to. If you leave, read the legal reasoning in the decision, it really guts um, the core principles and the core um, theory and logic of that 2003 Grutter decision. And so I think the dissenting justices are correct. This decision does overturn precedent. It rolls back a couple of decades of precedent. Um, now, you know, it's a more contestable issue as to whether that rolls back progress or not. But um, I, I think, you know, we can assume that um, traditionally underrepresented minority groups have gotten some benefit from affirmative action, that it was decisive or determinative for some Black or Latino applicants at these universities. And now that opportunity will no longer be there. And so the prediction is that um, this will lead, at least in the short run, to fewer 
um, fewer Black students and fewer Latinx students, getting into selective universities, that selective universities where it's difficult to get in may see fewer numbers of Black and Latino students simply because they may not have been as competitive on the numbers like ACT or SAT or GPA, but they were benefiting from this ability to take race into account now that won't be able to be a factor. Sanders discussed why these top-tier and Ivy League universities find diverse student bodies to be particularly important in the college admissions process. Yeah. So, you know, on, on the one hand, you could say diversity is important for society. It's important to make up for decades and decades of systemic racism and, and lack of opportunity. But um, there, there are studies that show that learning takes place more effectively in a diverse educational setting, that when you have a larger variety of voices and more perspectives based on race and heritage and upbringing and family background, that that enriches the educational experience of people. It enriches the diversity of viewpoints that are expressed in and the diversity of perspectives that are addressed in the classroom, which sort of, you know, by definition contributes to everyone's education and everyone's greater appreciation of any issue. In the Gruder case 20 years ago, Fortune 500 corporations and retired military officers also filed friend of the court briefs saying, you know, diversity is important to our missions, and we can't carry it out unless there's a pipeline of diverse students coming out of our nation's colleges and universities. Now, moving on to Shelley Yoder, who talked about how affirmative action would affect Hoosiers and the IU Bloomington campus. First, Yoder explained her initial disappointment after the decision had been released. In June of this past year, I was incredibly disappointed, to say the least. All Hoosiers do better from the boardroom to the classroom when we are more diversified and when our classrooms and those boardrooms better reflect the population of Indiana or the United States. That is better for us all. And the ruling that came down in November really felt like we were taking steps that felt more like decades backwards. Yoder talked about what IU Bloomington will do in the up and coming school years in order to maintain a diverse environment without affirmative action coming into play. Well, fortunately, I know that Indiana University in my district has continued to stress that it will do everything that it can to pursue diversity in its admissions to make admissions to make sure that our classrooms are diverse classrooms. And so yes, affirmative action was ruled unconstitutional in this past June, but great universities across Indiana, my university in this district, Indiana University, is one that has been very clear that it will do all it can to ensure diversity in its admission policies. It was one method, but what I've heard from universities is they are going to uh, continue to do all that they can to ensure that they have diverse classrooms. Yoder further elaborated on what she has and will bring to the table of affirmative action as our District 40 Senator. I've tried to focus every year that I have served in the Senate on legislation that 
acknowledges and lifts up issues of equity and equal access. Every Hoosier and every person deserves a fair shot at leading a happy, successful, and prosperous life. Life, And I will not give up fighting for that ideal on behalf of Hoosiers. Sanders answered whether or not affirmative action would stop the efforts of diversity entirely from universities and provided ways that universities can maintain the same diversity levels from before. I not necessarily. It, it may in the short run hinder the, it, it, it will foreclose the ability of universities to take race into account in making an admissions decision. But there are lots of other things that universities can do to promote diversity. They can do greater, they, they can devote more resources to outreach to, say, high schools with large percentages of minority students. They can do greater activities with those students when they visit the campuses to try to persuade them to come to that particular college or university. They can certainly do lots of things to make their campus environment more welcoming, to attack incidents of discrimination, to engage in diversity education. So there are lots of things that universities and colleges can do to promote the health of a diverse learning environment in a diverse campus and to try to increase recruiting and outreach of Black and Latin students, Latinx students. What they can't do is an admissions application take that student's race into account as a positive or negative factor in the admissions decision. For WFHB Youth Radio, I'm Jean Herr.